Fortinbox.com here, and we're going to be reacting to a person who says Kay's Jewelers sent me a credit card. I'm pretty upset. My fiancé and I got engaged last year, but due to COVID, we never went ring shopping. We went to Kay's, and I know my budget, but the lady said, we'll give you two years, no interest. I declined, but she kept talking about incentives and cash back. Finally, she said, let's just see what you're pre-approved for, but we won't actually sign you up. I agree, dumb, I know, and give her my info. She tells me I'm pre-approved for like 25000 and we go about our business. I ended up buying a bridal set at a local jeweler's for cash and never thought twice. I just received the key, a case card in the mail and I am pissed. It popped up on Credit Karma as a hard inquiry, even though she said it wouldn't. I don't plan on activating my card, and I don't want the inquiry on my report. The thing is, this person is asking if they have any recourse. The really only thing you could really do in this situation is basically file a complaint with the case, like a corporate office and all that kind of stuff, basically saying like, hey, your sales representative basically committed fraud against me, right? They literally used my information to apply for, you know, credits for your company without my permission. So if you guys do not fix this, I am going to go through the legal process and sue you guys, right? Like that's really the only way you could kind of go about doing this. But here's the thing. It sucks that it happened. This is going to affect your credit score for at least a little bit because anytime a hard inquiry ends up happening it's going to affect your credit score no matter what right anytime you apply for a loan for anything and they do a hard inquiry it's going to affect your credit score that being said you shouldn't really care too much about your credit score because a credit score is just basically a representation of how good you are at getting into debt and paying that debt, right? And the main goal you want to have is to uh, not be in debt, right? Because having a lot of debt is one of the biggest factors of you basically not making it financially, right? So that's just something to really think about. But that being said, it's going to affect your credit score. But what you can do is potentially just have a call with the company and basically say like, hey, try to fix this issue on my behalf. Otherwise, I'm going to go through the legal process and also I'm never going to be a returning customer and I'm going to leave bad reviews and all this other stuff and basically like hassle them over it, right? Other than that, there's not really much you can actually do about it, right? Because again, like your account's not actually activated and all that kind of stuff, but the simple fact that they did a hard inquiry is going to affect your credit score. End of story, right? But either way, not much you can do. Obviously, don't ever go back into Kay's Jewelers. This is probably something that they end up doing all the time. Like a lot of those like uh, retail stores, they like basically try to like offer you like like awesome, like awesome deals end up trying to screw people over like this, right? Because they know that this revenue stream is so massive that they just cannot ignore it, right? Because they know 
people are going to screw up and it's going to basically cause an income stream of recurring revenue from dumbasses, right? And to those that end up listening to this, I'm not insulting you, but guess what? If any of us end up screwing up on like these store credit cards and carry a balance on these store credit cards on items that we don't need, right? So we end up basically paying them an interest, like a monthly payment on interest, meaning we're paying them more than what the item is actually worth for multiple months. We're dumbasses, okay? That's just the end of the story. We're just basically straight up dumbasses. So again, it's not to be insulting, but it's just a fact, right? Like, because the thing is, people understand, like all these companies understand, right? And like, I'll use an example, right? One of my favorite like stores in the world, right? That I have ever shopped at is a store called Kohl's, right? I believe it's like K-O-H-L-S or K-H-O-L-S. I forget how it's spelled. But the thing that you got to understand, right, with Kohl's is that basically every single item in there is like very cheap. And all the like clothing stuff is basically like brand name type of clothing. Think of like, you know, uh, Marshalls or like something similar to that, right? Or Ross, right? Basically, you're able to buy like kind of like high end clothes for very cheap prices, right? Because for various reasons, they're able to source these clothes for like pennies on the dollar, right? Meaning they could sell like, you know, a t-shirt or a hoodie that would typically retail for like 60 or $80 for more like 10 or $20. But guess what? They always, always try to push getting a Kohl's credit card for like 10 or 20% off of your purchase price or your order and all that kind of stuff, right? And the reason why they do that is because even if they were to just break even on the cost of acquiring all these clothes, they know that the monthly recurring revenue that they could build from these dumbasses, right, that are not willing to pay cash for these products that are basically worthless, are going to keep on paying every single month more money to them, right? So basically, let's say that they are like operating at like break-even price point of like a $10 t-shirt, right? And then you end up getting like a credit card for that right just to get like you know maybe like a couple dollars off here and there right well guess what let's say that you completely forget about that purchase with that credit card after a few months of acquiring interest you're going to end up paying more than that t-shirt originally costed right because there's going to be late fees there's going to be interest rates there's going to be all this sort of extra stuff right but then when you go back into the store guess what it's like, oh, no big deal, right? You can still get like 10 or 20% off of your next order, right? They're always going to keep on pushing that over and over and over again because they know that the monthly recurring revenue is so massive, that income stream is so massive, any and all retail stores are going to be doing it, right? And this is why there's like a company out there right now that is basically like, an online like layaway system, I think, for Amazon, 
right? So you know how like Amazon, you could do like a buy order now button or whatever kind of stuff or like Amazon Prime and all that kind of stuff, right? There's a company out there right now doing something where you can buy now, pay later on basically any Amazon product. So if you have basically, if you want to buy like a $2,000 like treadmill, right? Because you want to lose fat, right? But you don't got $2,000. There's a company out there that will allow you to do like 45 or 60 payments, right? Of like I think like 50 or $60, right? To buy that product, which is absolutely insane, right? But this is the thing that you got to understand because companies that do this don't just care about how much money that they're actually collecting. They are typically looking at how much recurring revenue can we generate, right? And why that's such a big deal, and a lot of people don't even think about how messed up it is, right? A lot of companies, their like worth, like the company's worth, can be drastically escalated depending on how much recurring revenue they actually have. That's why like a company like Netflix is actually worth so much more money than a company that just sells DVDs, right? Like if Netflix just basically sold like one-time products of like their shows, right? Like, oh, I want to watch whatever show on Netflix and I'll pay like 20 bucks or 50 bucks, right? Like even if we were to pay like $1,000 for like a TV show on Netflix, right? The mere fact that they're doing like a recurring revenue is going to be worth so much more than say like even like a high ticket product or anything like that, right? Because that's just a one-time, you know, purchase of a customer instead of potentially having like a multiple month income stream from one single person right this is the same thing with like you know i think chew.com with like the dogs right where you could like have like uh food products for your dog or toys and all that kind of stuff right and it's like a monthly subscription these monthly subscription types of things whether it be like paying like a monthly payment on credit cards or like with netflix this allows the company to be worth so much more money, which is why they're focusing so much more on something like this, right? Because it just increases the value of their company to exponential levels, right? This is why you see those like crazy like exits of some companies where like you don't really think that they're like worth that much money, but because they have some sort of recurring revenue stream, it just makes the worth of their company like almost like I think there's like one company that like sold for like a 40x value valuation compared to like its competitor just because they had a recurring revenue uh, operation instead of just like, you know, sell this product, sell this product, then sell this product. So it's something to really think about. It's like it's way more screwed up than you really think about if you were to like take a step back and look at the grand scheme of things, right? Because look, Case Jewelers and all these other companies that do like retail sales that try to push these credit cards, they don't actually give a damn about what you buy. They just give a damn about how much money the company's bringing in per month on recurring revenue because that is the biggest thing to them because it is the biggest factor and basically their valuation. And a lot of people don't think about that, but that is a very, very big reason why all these companies are doing things like this. So 
How about you just, you know, give the finger to all these companies and check out 40inbox.com to learn how to get out of debt so that you never deal with this nonsense ever, right? So that you can basically, you know, I don't want to be like rude to the sales associate, but basically you could give the sales associate like your middle finger and be like, hey, screw you, I'm debt free, not getting into debt, screw off. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.